0: what's up guys welcome to the hyphen weekend podcast i'm your host matt wilbanks i want to say thank you for joining me in on the show last night i had a dream and i believe that it was from the lord and i felt compelled to share that with you so if you will indulge me and give me your ear let's take a moment to play the intro and then i'll tell you about the dream welcome to the show What's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the Hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering Hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose their Great Commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is... Is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast? Again, I would like to say welcome. And thank you for joining me in on the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm excited that you have endeavored to join me. And so I want to say thanks again for that. And also that I appreciate you. I, last night, had a dream. It was very, very real. And it felt very, very stirring. And I thought in my mind, once I woke up and I started to chew on this thought and, and chew on what was what had happened or transpired in that dream, I thought for sure that this would be a podcast that I would relate to the hyphen of Mississippi, the hyphen of the nation, the world, or whoever else decides to listen in, because again, I hope that most of what we talk about applies to everyone, but um, but for sure, obviously, my heart is with the hyphen. I want to read to you a of scriptures, it's going to be verses number 14 through verse number 22. So it is a little bit more reading than I would normally do altogether. But I do want to read this to you because I feel like it's important that I do that. And so it is Revelation chapter number three, verse number 14 through 22. And whenever I said that to my hyphen today, because I told them about this as well, I thought, you know, when someone goes straight into Revelation, you know, all right, it's um they're they're going straight in. So so I do want to read this to you. And it is kind of if if you know the scriptures and it, it's kind of one of those stories that you that you hear, that you've heard, that you know, but uh if you're if you're not used to the you haven't been in this long or you haven't heard it before, I, I want to read the entirety of this. Uh this is a message to the church of Laodicea in verse number fourteen, and it re, it reads like this. And unto the angel of the Lord, of the Laodiceans, write these things, saith the amen. These things saith the amen, yeah. The faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, this is what he says, that thou art neither cold nor hot. This is the common part that you would probably have heard. And I would that were cold or hot. He said, I would rather you be cold or hot, just not something in the middle, Um And we'll talk about that more in a minute. But he said, I know that works that they're neither hot or cold. You're just somewhere in the middle. And he would rather for us to be either cold or hot, not in the middle. 16 says, so then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Verse 17, because thou sayest I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knowest thou that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. You say I'm fine, I'm rich, I'm I'm increased with goods, etc. But you are completely blind to the fact that you are miserable and poor. When it comes to the things of the Spirit and the things of God and the things of the kingdom, he is saying you are naked and blind and poor and miserable. Verse 18 says, continues, and it says, I counsel thee to buy thee, of me, gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich in white raiment; that thou mayest be clothed, that the, the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. He's saying, I, I'm telling you this because I love you, and I'm rebuking you, and I chasten people that I love. So be zealous, therefore, and repent. Fix these things. And then this is, this is where the dream began. Verse number 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. So last night, I had, a, I had this dream. I, I, was, I, was, I can't tell you what happened in that dream, and I can't tell you the ins and outs of the dream or, or really, really a lot of detail about the dream. There's just one echoing sound from the dream that is stuck in my mind that I feel very led to talk to us about, and that is there was a knock at the door, if you will. And I could hear the voice of the Lord saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. But there are some instructions for when I stand at the door and knock. The Bible says that when I stand at the door and knock, if you hear my voice, which is good. I'm glad that you hear the call of God. I'm glad that you hear the conviction of the Holy Ghost. I'm glad that you feel the leading of the Spirit in your life, but there's something that I must do beyond hearing the feeling of the Spirit and the leading of the Spirit, and that is that I must open the door for Him to work. He can, he, can, he can speak to me some things. He can tell me some things. But if I don't open up the door of my heart and allow him to come in and do work on my life and begin to do uh, the, the, the work, whatever it is he needs to do, whether it's correct me, rebuke me, change me, rearrange me, make me better in whatever capacity it is he wants to do that in, then hearing the voice of the Lord is not enough. And so, what has happened? I believe in my own mind in that dream. What has happened is that there is a group of people in my mind. I'm not saying there's a specific group, but a specific genre, if you will, uh, of music. Let's just say. And I'm chasing. I'm, I'm I'm trying to not label a particular generation or whatever. So let's just say there's a musical genre. We're going to say there it is. That that genre. In that musical genre, there is a song. That has lost its its weight of impact. There's a song that has, can I say it like that? Does that make sense? There's a song that has lost its weight of impact. It used to move the soul, it used to make me feel a certain way, it used to tap into my emotions, but now it's simple. It doesn't. That's what happens when I hear the voice of the Lord but I don't respond and open the door for the Lord to come inside. He says, I will sup with you and you with me. I will sit down and I will break bread and I will have a conversation with you. But but if I don't open the door, the song of his voice will echo throughout my home, but it will not have an impact after a while because I did not open the door of my life and of my heart to him. So he was not able to change me. And when he does not change me, I end up as the Laodicean church, where, where I say I'm rich, I'm increased with goods, I got everything I need, I'm doing well, I don't need anything. I got the right car, the right suit, the right friends, I got the right everything, I'm fine, don't even worry about it. I came to church, I paid my tithes, I praised the Lord, etc., I'm fine, everything is good. And he's looking at me and he's looking at you and he's looking at a robot and he's saying, I am knocking on this door and you hear my voice and you think because you got some things right before that everything is fine and good. It's not fine and good. You have to open up your heart because you and I should continue no matter where we are in life to continue to make adjustments. I need to continue to grow. I need to continue to decrease that he can continue to increase, and if there's any t- any time in my life or a day comes that I decide that I do not want to open the door of my life to Jesus and allow him to say to me, hey, Matt, I don't like that anymore, or hey, Matt, you need to be an adult in this situation and grow up a little bit in the spirit so that I can use you and so that this can work out for the betterment of everybody involved, then then then, then I am going to miss my mark. I'm going to miss my moment. What happens is you and I, we're just a few adjustments away every day of pleasing God. The question is, I'm, am I going to become comfortable or am I going to leave the door unlocked and when there's a knock, I'm, am I going to walk over and I'm going to open that door or, or make it so comfortable for him to just walk in and out that he can knock and I can just say, come on in, Lord, and he comes in and says whatever he wants to say, does whatever he wants to do, and becomes whoever he wants to become in my life that I need him to become whether he's my father in that moment and chastises me and corrects me and guides me, whether he's my friend in that moment or, that, or or comforter in that moment, whatever it is he wants to be in that moment, that's what I have to let him be. And he's telling this Leo to see in church, you have become cold, not or rather, or lukewarm, rather. You're not cold. You've not said, well, I quit, I backslide, I'm done with this. You've not said, I, I'm completely disconnected, I've fallen and I need some help, or I've given up hope. And you're not the other side either. You're not, you're not on fire for God. You're not, you're not blazing a trail. You're not, you're not doing any of that. What's happened is you've become so comfortable. You've become so... so caught up in, 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 in our own ways that, that it's comfortable for us to sit here and not see the demonstration, sit here and not see the 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 inspiration or the movement of the Holy Spirit for us not to see the miraculous of God it's okay for us to hear it it's okay for us to to have heard the stories and all these things but but where we are we're comfortable it's okay, and that's what he's saying he's saying when you become to, to when you get to that place i I'm literally Sick to my stomach with it. I'm, I'm literally going to spew you out of my mouth. I don't want you near, I don't want you here. I want you out of me. So I'm going to spew you out of my mouth because what happens if you fail and you make a mistake and you fall, God can handle that. God can deal with that. God can make a difference in that. He can come and find you he can come and pick you up from where you've fallen. He can come and tell you it's going to be okay. He can give you his spirit of hope. He can, he can change, rearrange. He can, he can work with that. Somebody who, who gets cold, he can say, hey, you, you've gotten cold. And, and he can start to work with that. Or if you're hot, he can just drop in revival, drop in whatever, or send you wherever. And have you work and move and flow however when you're on fire. But when we're lukewarm... We're in denial. We're in a place that that doesn't even know there's a problem. We think that the good church service we had was enough and that's good enough for next Sunday. I'll show up on Wednesday and I'll watch the clock on my wrist and I'll say good notes and I'll be a good person. But the rich young ruler was not successful because he was a good person. When when he asked Jesus, what what do I do to get there? How do I get across Jesus said, Well, thou thou lackest one thing. Just sell everything that you did good because it's not about you, it's about me. And then come with me and you can have everything else. You'll be fine. And he couldn't do it. He didn't realize that it's not about the good deeds that he does or the good notes that he did or the commandments that he followed. It was the relationship with God that mattered the most. Because what what we're gonna get, the things that we're gonna see, the, the the places that God wants to take, the modern day church is going to take relationship with God. And if you've been in a dating relationship, if you are married, hyphen out there or whomever, if things get cold, it does not work. Excuse me, it does not work well. When things get cold, it does not work. There's an issue. There are problems. We have to be counseled, and we have to have conversation. We got to sit down and work this thing out. A marriage or a relationship is not going to work when things become cold because it will not produce. And so God is looking at this church, and he's saying, you have become somewhere in the middle, and and we have to make a change here. We have to do something different. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to knock at your door, and you're going to open the door, and you're going to let me come in. You're going to repent. I'm going to change some things, and I'm going to walk into your lives, and I'm going to make things. Not I, I, I'm going to make something new that's never been before. Because where you and our where, where you and I are as a church, as the modern day church, there is a promise that the latter day, the the the, the latter will be greater than the former there should be things happening in my life and in yours and there should be arrangements of things and orchestration of things that god is doing that we've never seen because we are promised greater things so why are we not seeing greater things because we have decided at least in my mind in my dream in that moment for whomever i'm talking to and it was that there was a lukewarm society there was a lukewarm numbness for the people that he was knocking on the hearts of their door I start to evaluate myself God are you talking to me God is it me what do I need to do and I'm, and I'm starting to reevaluate myself I want to see greater things I want to see things of the supernatural I want to see these things God but what do I need to do I need to make some adjustments I need to hear the knocking at the door and then I need to listen and see that it is Jesus and his voice and I need to open up the door and I need to allow him to come in to work in my life that that is everything because it's about relationship he says i'm not going to come in and give you some more commandments to do i'm not going to come in and tell you one two three four five six steps how to get this thing done he said i'm going to come in with you i'm going to sit down and i'm going to dine with you i'm going to sup with you and you're going to sup with me because if you can have relationship with me if you can walk with me if you can talk with me if you can have uh, uh, some time alone with me and just use and I have, uh, I I guess the right word without trying to mess this whole thing up, is if we can just vibe and be together and hang out and be friends or father and son or again, whatever, whatever the moment requires of me then you won't have to worry about praying for things you are, or you I'm not saying you won't have to pray but you won't have to look for certain things they'll be available for you and then you can just ask me for that and I'll give it to you but you're asking me for things that you can't attain or, or reach for and attain because what you're asking me for requires relationship and you don't have relationship you have a tradition you have um um you have a way of going to church and you have a way of praying and, and, and to the ceiling that you've gotten to and, and you have this and that and all, all that. But 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 relationship, the thing that you're asking for, that great revival, that great call, that person that you're looking for, that thing that you're looking for, it requires a relationship. And there you you are you are lukewarm now in my in my in my in my dream. It, this voice is going across, and I hope that I'm communicating this across the board in the right way that, that I'm trying to do. I feel like I'm struggling a little bit because my heart is so heavy because uh, I'm just going to – I'll tell you what, I'm going to stop being uh, P, PR or public relations or politically correct in this moment. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I feel like he is talking to the hyphen generation And he's saying, the world has put you in a position to be lukewarm. And now you have to make a decision. Can I just be honest with you and say that now? I've been trying to, I've I've been beating around the bush the whole time. Trying to just say the right, the right things the right way. This is what, this is what God is saying to the hyphen generation right now. I am knocking at your door and it's, it's time to make a decision. There is a decision at the door to be made. That's what this podcast is about. If I if I had to call it right and, and make the right call as far as what to title this podcast today, it would be a defining moment at the door. Because some of you and, and myself, I, I want to continue to make sure that I'm I'm looking at the door. But there's a defining moment at the door for some of us and God is knocking at the door and if we will open the door a relationship will come into our lives that we've never had before and when you get into a relationship with God you got to look back to the to the to the disciples when they were with him they saw things just because they were in relationship with him they saw paraplegics healed they saw people uh walk, get up and walk that were crippled their whole life they they saw they saw dirt get spit in and put on people's eyeballs, and, and they, they began to see again or, or see for the first time in their lives. They, they saw the wind stop and the rain stop all because of their relationship with God, not because they were like, Lord, I want to see the wind stop and the, and the storm stop and the waves stop crashing. They didn't ask that. They were just in a boat going across the way, and Jesus said, because I'm here, it's going to happen, and you're going to see it. Watch this. Boom. Be of good cheer. Don't be fearful. I can stop this because I'm in a relationship with you. I want to do this for you. Watch this. Boom, and he stops it. Some of us are asking God to see things, and God, and we're saying, God, where's this at? And God, where's this? when's this going to happen? And God's saying, when are you going to open the door and let me in and realize that relationship is going to take you to this place, not you figuring out how to pray and, 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 and do the right thing and jump through the right hoops and hold your mouth right and do all that. It's going to be a relationship that happens every day. I'm knocking at your door this morning. Choose you this day. As Joshua said, but as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I am so convicted in this moment and I am so burdened in this moment for the hyphen of this generation to hear the words that I'm speaking to you right now. And that is open the door because there is a defining moment right now that is happening at the door of your life. And if you will open the door to this relationship, it will change everything. And when it changes everything, you'll realize that you were the change. You'll finally realize that all I had to do was walk with him and talk with him and really have a relationship with him. And when I decided to do that, everything around me started to change hyphen there's a defining moment at the door i'm challenging you i'm i'm begging you to believe me to have faith in what i'm saying and make a commitment in your mind and say i'm going to open the door i'm going to sit down because he's not looking for me to 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 do all these crazy miracles they will come they will happen But he's looking to sup with me and meet with him. That's called relationship. Let him get into relationship with him or with you and in you with him and and allow him to do what he wants to do. I love you, hyphen. I believe in you. I promise I believe in you. And I know that great things are in your future. But we have to open the door for God. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. I'm praying for you fervently. I believe in you. Again, great things are on the way. Until next time, catch you later. Love you. God bless.